0: looking at Google Trends. It's a great tool to see what people are Googling, what people are asking, what people are thinking about. I put in politics to see what people were asking about regarding politics. And one of the biggest things that people have been asking is, what is politics? I'm going to answer that today and then also talk about how we have privatized tyranny. And that's what we're seeing. And uh, having a solid definition of what politics is, is crucial in understanding and being able to formulate strategies, uh, responses to what is happening to us today. Because if you hear something like, we are privatizing tyranny, it may seem strange to you. You're not quite sure how to take that or what it means. But if you understand what politics is and what is happening When you say things like that, and when you see what businesses are doing, when you see what other government entities are doing, things start to become a lot more clear. So let's talk about that today. Welcome to HGBT. We're part of the Fight Laugh Feast Network. Over to FLFnetwork.com, put an HGBT in a memo field. You'll get one of those sweet mugs. I think you even get a Fight Laugh Feast mug right now, and you get tons of other benefits. Uh, You can put in just HGBT when you go over to ffnetwork.com. You can email me, matt at howtobuildat10.com and find me on all Oh, no, you can't find me on all the social media sites because I'm getting censored and taken down. You can find me at gab at Matt Williams. All right, I'm going to share my screen for those of you who are watching on Gab TV. For those of you who are listening to the podcast, well, then you can just listen along, and I will read it aloud. I went over to Mer- Merriam-Webster's dictionary. What is politics? The definition, they say, is the art or science of government. The art or science of government. And you may be saying, okay, then what is government? Let's go over and check out what Merriam-Webster has to say about what government is and how they define it. They define government as a body of persons that constitutes the governing authority of a political unit or organization. The body of persons that constitutes the governing authority of a political unit or organization. What is an organization? It is where there are two or more people with a common purpose. So when you think of that, that's interesting. The body of persons that constitutes the governing authority of these, is there is the there is an organization where there are people that make it up and they're supposed to have a unifying goal. Well, sometimes, oftentimes, almost in every context, your family, your business, your church, your your government, obviously, there are competing visions. There's competing ideas to rally behind to create organizations. No matter where that organization is, no matter what sphere it is in. And so the idea of politics, going back, the art and science of Government is the art and science of becoming the authority, the governing authority over the organization. I'm going to try to go back one more time to the other definition, bouncing back and forth from one screen to the next. And it says the art and science of government. And then I like the second definition as well competition between competing interest groups or individuals for power and leadership now remember the first definition the art and science of government the bodies of persons that constitutes a governing authority or a political unit or an organization who is controlling who is in authority and we know from a biblical perspective that is an ultimate battle the spiritual battle where all of that plays out in the physical realm, or a lot of it does. And there is the battle of who has authority, God or Satan. And then that radiates and ripples into humanity because we have sin. We will reject God. There's a battle there. There is conflict between humanity. There's conflicts between political parties. There's conflicts between sea level executives. There's conflicts between husband and wife. There's conflicts wherever there is sin there's conflicts wherever there are competing ideologies where there are competing goals visions what have you and what we are seeing what we are seeing in today's world is not that politics are entering the workplace politics have always been in the workplace we're not seeing the entrance of politics into our churches Politics have always been in the churches. We are not seeing politics in the family. There have always been politics in the family. There have been politics everywhere because in every organization or institution that is defined by two or more people gathering together for a common purpose, there is a conflict on what that common purpose is. Does that start so does that make sense? So when you are seeing conflict of ideas in your elder meeting, in your board meeting, the political party spectrum, wherever that is, wherever you're looking, there is a pursuit, an effort, a struggle to gain authority over the rivaling parties, over the opposition. And so when I say today that the, there has been the privatization of tyranny, it is not that politics has entered into the private sector, that it has entered into the Twitters, the Facebooks, to the uh, CRM platform, Salesforce, the banks the servers gab andrew from gab torba was saying that in the last three weeks three banks have dropped his business it's not that politics has just entered the private sector it's that they have come together and coalesced they have come together and partnership governmental politics the politics of government has come into and joined with the politics of business. We've seen that already with the family, with feminism, with all of these different ways that the government is trying to control and influence the family. We've seen that with the church and we're seeing that today manifested, which has been for some time now, in our corporate companies as well. And so the tyranny doesn't need to happen. The will, the political desire, the struggle to be an authority doesn't necessarily have to come from the arm of the government because they have merged together with corporate America. They can use corporate America to impose punishments, attacks, and tactics to subvert and make submissive the enemy of the political sphere. And that's what we're seeing today that is different in my opinion is that we're seeing government merged with business and the business is the punishment arm. It is the enforcer of the ideology of the government. And so we have Gab needing to find a bank every week. We need to, as companies, find other CRM platforms that we have to have other places to communicate and talk besides Twitter. We can't bank at Bank of America anymore because they send their tracking data to the government for enforcement. It's because they have privatized the tyranny. And it's happened in many different ways. This is an interesting one. Kanekoa is a great follow. He's on Gab at Kanekoa the Great. K-N-E-K-O-A. This is fantastic. He does this puts this together. He says, National File is reporting. Oh, let me share this for those of you who are watching because it is helpful to read this. This is a couple paragraphs. I'll try to read it in an articulate way for those who are listening. Let's see if I picked the right one. Am I going to pick the right one? Yeah, I did. Okay, cool. All right, this is what Kanekoe put together, and this is really great. And he put it, He has the sources below, so if you want to go check out the sources, you can look him up. National File is reporting that AT&T is petitioning the US government to work with CCP controlled China Telecom, which is involved with the Uyghur genocide. It is important to remember the CEO of Staple Street Capital was promoted to chairman of AT&T's board of directors a few days after the 2020 election. Who is Staple Street Capital? In 2018, Dominion Voting Systems, the machines that are counting our votes, was acquired by Staple Street Capital. In 2018, let me read that again, Dominion Voting Systems was acquired by Staple Street Capital. William Kennard, the chairman of the board of Staple Street Capital, was previously the ambassador to the EU under Obama, the FCC chief under Clinton, and the executive director at the Carlyle Group. Do you see what I'm saying? We have not, Not that politics are new in the different spheres, they're inherent in each of the spheres, they're inherent in our businesses, they're inherent in our government, in our family, in our churches, because sin is there, there's a rebellion, but now they have merged together. This company, Dominion Voting Systems, this company, Staples Staples Street Capital, AT&T, they are coming together and being unified. Let's continue, UBS Securities LLC invested $400 million in the Street capital on October 8th, 2020. Side note, I, Matt Williams, not reading this, verified it myself, that that did happen. You can see it in the FEC listings. I've shared that on the show several times. The three board members, going back to what Connie Koa says, Connie Koa, the three board members of UBS Securities LLC were Lu Quang, Yi Jing, and Mu Lina. They previously held roles at UBS Beijing, Bank of China International, People's Bank of China, Chongqing Three Gorges, Shurcam, and were highly integrated into CCP-owned enterprises. CCP-owned enterprises. This kind of integration is not new to world history. It's new to the United States. And it's because the united states bought and paid for by the ccp is adopting the ccp model what we are seeing in china the relationship the divergence the coalesce the coalescing of business and government is the chinese communist model and it's being brought in and implemented in the united states today on november 6 2020 back to kanikoa A few days after the election, William Kennard was named chairman of AT&T's board of directors. Perhaps a promotion for the work he had done as the owner of Dominion Voting Systems during the 2020 election? With National Files report, it seems like AT&T isn't wasting any time, nor are they hiding their intentions of working directly with the CCP. I mean, our government does. Why not the private companies, right? In other words, the chairman of the private equity firm, which owns 40% of the U S voting machines took in hundreds of millions from CCP linked businesses a month before the 2020 elections. And now a few months after the election as chairman of America's largest telecommunications company, AT&T, he is moving to work directly with the CCP. Tyranny has been privatized. Now coming back to this political definition, here's another story that Connie shared GOP rep should MSNBC be carried after years of pushing the false Russia collusion narrative. Now, if politics are the struggle for authority and power over a political system or an organization, the structure, who's going to govern, who's going to rule. Do you think that MSNBC and the party that is aligned with MSNBC as a business cares about equality? Do you think Twitter is unaware that they don't censor and block people on the left for things far more outrageous and grievous than what they do for conservatives, Christians, Republicans? Do you think that Salesforce is unaware or concerned or conflicted within themselves that they're not blocking people that are rioting in the name of black lives matter or antifa but they are going to continue this january 6th crusade do you think that do you really think that they're having moral conflicts within themselves about this that there's not equal weights and measures do you really think that biden cares that he stole the election and only got 60 million votes opposed to 80 million by trump no because this isn't about fairness. Politics is not about treating everyone equally. Morality is not in the, co- the, the equation of politics. Now, we should pray for moral leaders and people that will act morally, but politics in and of itself is simply the struggle for who rules. And we're trying to rationalize and argue and make this dis- talking points like our enemy, like the other side of this political battle has virtue and moral morals just because they're in the fight. And just because they're an American or part of our organization or wherever this is, that does not have to be the case for them to be in political uh, pursuits, to be in this political battle. So we need to stop trying to make stupid arguments like, whoa, whoa, should we ban MSNBC like we're banishing Fox for the fake Russian collusion? They don't care. It's not part of the strategy. Their tactics to win, their tactics to be in control is not to fight fairly. That's not who they are. That's not who they will be. Those are the most worthless words that I've seen on the internet all day long. And I mean worthless, that is they will do nothing. Not one Democrat is gonna see, well, I guess, when I guess, you know, they really haven't treated MSNBC the same way. Remember, we shouldn't try to get Fox delisted even though that they totally threw the election to for Trump and they uh, totally were in Biden's camp calling Arizona. They don't care, guys. They don't care. And having this definition of politics straight in your mind will help you and understand what is happening to your business when it gets deplatformed. They're not looking for fairness. They're not treating you equally. They're trying to destroy you. It's going to help you when you're getting deplatformed from platforms. Why are they doing that? What I said is not what they're banning me for. They don't care. I've had 15 videos now taken off YouTube for spam or illicit content when I I don't even know how to spam your own show but it was because I was talking about the facts of the election. I even had one show where I was literally going over the laws of California and how the ballots didn't obey and they weren't lawful according to the laws of California that got removed. Simply reading laws of the state got me removed because they're not about fairness. They're not about equality. They're not about any of those things. They're about taking control of every area of life. But that job only and only will ever be the Lord Jesus Christ in his alone. So we can laugh, but let's not be ignorant. Have a good week. Enjoy your Sabbath. Enjoy the Lord's day get refreshed, spend time with your loved ones, your family, your church. We'll talk to you